Meadow really focuses on building software uh, for the cannabis industry. Uh, so we have the ability of working with delivery services that deliver to your door. With cannabis, it's a highly regulated product. So the, the software and operation tools and the compliance requirements are quite high. Um, no pun intended. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Today we have a guy that I used to intern for when I was in college. So I was just, we were talking before and I haven't seen him. I actually, this is my first time seeing him, um, but we haven't spoken for nine years. So his name is David Hua and he's the CEO of Meadow, which is basically one of the easiest ways to get medical marijuana to your door. Is that correct? It is. It is. Great. So how's it going, David? It's great, man. It's good catching up with you. It's yeah, good no, to it's, see you're, you're doing well. No, it's good. It's, it's funny. Beforehand, uh, David was just saying that he's, he's kept track of all the interns uh, from that program, and apparently they're all doing well, right? Yeah, they're doing great. I'm, I'm really proud. Cool. So tell us about the company. I mean, you know, what's, you know, what's, uh, what's the whole impetus behind Metal, and why'd you decide to start it, I guess? Yeah, so Meadow really focuses on building software uh, for the cannabis industry. Uh, so we have the ability of working with delivery services that deliver to your door. Uh, we work with dispensaries, powering point of sale systems and inventory management systems. With cannabis, it's a highly regulated product. So the, the software and operation tools and the compliance requirements are quite high. Um, no pun intended. And, uh, you know, Meadow is, is meeting that demand um, and making sure everyone that we work with coming next year in California will be, you know, running really smoothly. Got it. Okay. So is this, I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking to get started with Meadow, is it just an app that I pull out and I just order whatever I want? And how, how does it work? Yeah. So um, on the consumer level, uh, we have two ways you can interact with Meadow. One, if you're not a medical marijuana patient already, you can request an evaluation from a doctor and get uh, an evaluation online. Um, and then if you are already a, a medical cannabis patient, then you can go to getmetal.com and order uh, delivery straight to your door. Got it. Awesome. And what kind of numbers can you share around the business today? Customers, growth rates, things like that? Um, you know, we're currently covering about 62% of California. Uh, you know, we work, our goal is to get to 100% by the end of the year. Uh, we work with 70 collectives across the, the state. Great. Okay. Now, I want to back up a second because, you know, you're, you, know you, you went through YC and then you, you, got, you got an award, at the, you got a Crunchies award as well. So I, I want to talk about that first, you know, best bootstrap startup at the Crunchies. You know, how was that experience? What is that? And what has it done for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the the bootstrap mentality. Hey, we had no idea we were going to win that. Uh, we were in YC and we went on a whim just to check it out. We thought the other uh, groups would win, um, but I think it was validation on the way we're building a company. You know, I think most traditional uh, startups you see end up you know raising money, growing beyond their means, raising more money, growing beyond their means. Our strategy has been, you know, you grow with the people that you bring on. 
and that bootstrapped is, you know, everyone's willing to pick up a mop or a broom, right? Everyone's willing to, you know, do what's necessary to save money, you know, because every dollar spent is one dollar less of runway. And uh, by instilling that sort of appreciation for uh, the capital that you have, then it allows everyone to operate uh, frugally, but, you know, invest in the things that, that do matter. Got it. So backing up a second, I usually ask people when I, when I, ask, when I, when I first ask about the company, I mean, what is your story? Like what got you to your point right now? Because I look at your background and your background is on Crunchbase and you've done all these different things. And it just happens at the same time that Meadow is it's being executed at the perfect time. Because if you tried to do this 10 years ago, it probably wouldn't happen, right? So what, what's your story? How did you get here? I, uh, I graduated from college and started on Wall Street, uh, moved from Wall Street to San Francisco to start Got Game. And that's where we met. Um, Got Game suffered from, you know, really uh, from first time founder problems, but also, you know, we we had horrible timing. Remember that? Yes. We, we launched November of 2008, um, which was right when uh, Sequoia issued their uh, rest in peace, good times. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and we ran out of money because we just built to the product launch. We didn't really build afterwards. Uh, so, you know, that got crushed and we were streaming video games at the time too. And, uh, the, the the hosting costs were killing us. So, uh, a huge lesson in, in timing problems. Um, from there, I, I played poker for a bit, and then I met this guy, uh, Zach, uh, who ran this company called Trigget. He's a pretty close friend and introduced me to a healthcare uh, company called Wellsphere. And then that was acquired by another health company called Health Central. Um, and they were backed by Sequoia, Polaris, Allen & Company. They raised like $60 million. Um, the, the cool thing, though, for me was getting exposure to how many different conditions and wellness um, communities that were out there. I mean, I was able to learn about, you know, fibromyalgia to IVF to uh, ultra marathoning and, and, you know, fasting. It was all over the map, um, which gave me appreciation for health. And then uh, after that, I joined a company called Sincerely. And Sincerely, I met my co-founders. We're all Penn Staters. Um, Sincerely was sold. And when it was sold, uh, me and my co-founder started looking at other things to do. And we were trying to figure out uh, a space that we all felt passionate about. Um, and also was was growing, um, knowing that health is a, a big part of the the GDP. Uh, cannabis is also a big part of that. It can play into a lot of the medicinal uh, benefits there. So you know, we jumped on Meadow. And so the first time you know with Got Game, <clears throat> that was basically you know you're doing a host of things, and that was basically Twitch before Twitch, right? And just, that's a timing thing, right? Uh, yeah, I mean we're doing components of Twitch. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Justin TV and Twitch. Um, you know, they were down the street and. You know, we give them uh, all the props in the world. I think, um, you know, Got Game was just poor timing, you know, poor execution, but uh, was a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. I think it was a really good time. You know, that's, I was just going to say, I mean, there's a, there's a video by Bill Gross about, you know, why startups fail. And the number one reason is timing. I recommend everyone check it out on, on YouTube. But, you know, coming up to Meadow, and before I even talk about Meadow, it's funny. I, I never knew that you played poker because when I was interning for you at the time, I was actually playing poker like 10 hours a day. So I didn't get much time. <laughs> focus on the internship but uh yeah. yeah anyway so how did you know metal was the right timing because that's a scary thing right with something like this well um you know for me we started in uh 2014 and colorado uh just went legal at that point even though they legalized it uh you know a year or two before and so we just started seeing the writing on the wall 
right? California was the first state to have medical cannabis, uh, but wasn't the first to legalize it uh, for the adult use market. So being a patient in California, and I've been smoking and medicating since high school, um, it, it felt that this there was a huge need here to, to bring our expertise in technology, in security, in compliance and operational efficiency into an industry that has largely been in the shadows for a very long time. Got it. And so how do you guys make money right now? Um, so we, we have a few different models. Um, you know, we get paid off of you know, every appointment uh, that a patient, uh, you know, goes through. Uh, we get paid through a SaaS fee through the, the partners that, that use our software. Um, and then we get paid a, a percentage of orders that come through getmeadow.com. Got it. And what, are those, what does the pricing look like for those? So what's the SaaS fee? What's the percentage, all that? Uh, it, it varies. It's really dependent on um, the, the dispensary. So, you know, it's metered pricing. We don't have flat fee pricing models, mainly because every dispensary is different. Got it. And what's working for you guys in terms of customer acquisition today? Word of mouth. You know, unfortunately and fortunately, uh, we can't do paid advertising uh, uh, yeah. in the traditional sense. We can't, you know, if I had, I've had four Facebook accounts uh, shut down. I've had three Instagram accounts shut down. I've had four Twitter accounts shut down. Um, I've had two banking accounts shut down. <laughs> Uh, so it's it, uh, Google AdWords, forget about it. So, you know, we thrive on word of mouth. Um, so we try to deliver the best experience possible and then have people tell their friends, uh, and family about it. Great. No SEO. Not that I have. I mean, uh, we could probably do better, you know, SEO. We have some good content marketing, mm. uh, where we've created some educational materials for patients, but, uh, you know, maybe you can help me with that. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so I mean, no. tell us about one big struggle you faced growing this business, or I, maybe maybe it's better to ask because you've done so many things already. What's what's big, one big struggle you faced just career wise, and how did you deal with it? Uh, I think the biggest thing has been patience, right? I think um, and and knowing that you know I was in the driver's seat, you know, early on in my career with Got Game, but you know, in hindsight, it would have been you know probably better to to keep learning from people that are already in it. I think oftentimes there's so many people that want to be captains of their own ships uh, and there's not enough crew members. And, uh, you know, I think if I was more patient, I would have been, you know, a crew member first, learn from the best and then, you know, keep building. Um, and, you know, with that patience is in cannabis, especially this is a long term play uh, for us. You know, I'm not looking to start another company anytime soon. You know, I want Meadow to be uh, a household name. You know, when you think about cannabis, Meadow is uh, is there, right? You know, with it. Got it. And how old were you when you when you started Got Game? Uh, I think I was like twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. Wow. Yeah, 23, 24. Okay. You know, the interesting about cannabis, you're saying uh, it, it is the long game, and that that's probably the more interesting thing. But I have these guys in my uh, my entrepreneurs organization forum. There's like two guys that invested in cannabis, and they they have they're at like a 24x return right now on their money, and then they're just like laughing at all of us because um, we had a chance, but we didn't we didn't put in. Um, Anyway, so uh, on the on those like penny stocks? No, I, I don't think it's penny. I think they in- invested in like a farm or something. I don't know what happened. But, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're they're you know you can invest in in cannabis and touch the the cannabis, or you can invest in ancillary businesses. Got it. Cool, man. Uh, so, what's one big change you made in the last year that has either impacted yourself or your business in a big way, like joining SoulCycle, for example? Uh, I mean, I had my, uh, you know, I have a daughter. That's probably the biggest and most impactful thing that's Congrats. happened to me. 
Uh, her name's Hazel. Uh, she's amazing. Cool. And I mean, what have you learned from it so far? From being a father? Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, we underestimate how uh, how much time we do have when we don't have kids. Uh, and then when you do have kids, all of a sudden, every minute counts. And so you actually end up being more productive with a child than necessary without, in, in my mind. Got it. You know, I can tell by the way how you operate and communicate through email that you're extremely efficient. I, I feel like that's also part of a gaming thing, too, because I'm, I'm really like that, too. Um, so, I mean, what have you learned from gaming and how has it affected kind of where you are in business today? Gaming? Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's see. Uh, well, I think gaming is uh, it depends on what type and genre. But, you know, if you're talking purely strategy games, uh, I think it's important to, to understand sort of the resources that you have at your you know command. Um, to understand sort of the, the playing field and, and what you're up against in the environment. Um, you know, what's cool is you can run through simulations, right, to understand like how this is going to play out. Uh, but I think ultimately, with, especially with some of the solid games, if you're thinking about WoW back in the day, mm. I mean, you couldn't really take down huge bosses without a, a solid team. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, applying that to gaming, you know, I really think about our team and champions, right? If we were playing LOL, like each person is a champion that owns their lane. And, you know, what can we do to support each other and making sure we're communicating? Uh, oftentimes we're over communicating to make sure, you know, we know uh, everything is going the right way. Great. Great point. Uh, and what's one new tool that you've added in the last year that's added a lot of value, like Dropbox or Evernote? One new tool, um, you know, Front has been great. It's a shared uh, inbox that we use often. Uh, we also use Quip for living documentation. Those are, are probably two that I like. Uh, Slack has been great, although you know, oftentimes it can be pretty distracting with a lot of pings coming forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it has to be used in moderation. No, those are a few that you know we're using currently. Agreed. You know, I've, I've tried front, but uh, I, I guess I'm too dumb because you know the onboarding process just didn't work out for me, so uh, I just gave up. But yeah, but front solid. I mean, um, you know, for me, I still answer customer support, right? So uh, it's really important to understand uh, to leverage support as a way to help influence the roadmap and understand what problems are, are happening. And what's cool about front, you can comment with people, you can know what's going on. So you don't have to, you know, send emails, you can just comment within the the interface. Great. What's one book that you'd recommend to everyone? Recently or just in general? Whatever comes top of mind, usually that works. Um, So I I recently finished Extreme Ownership. Um, It's written by these two former Navy SEALs. And uh, they really talk about, you know, sort of what it was like to fight in Fallujah and the different strategies and leadership principles that they had to instill. And, uh, And really about giving your teammates and your your leaders and managers uh, ownership over what they're doing. And oftentimes it will, you know, come back and, and, and have a f- accountability for, for whether it was a success or a failure. If you guys listen to podcasts out there, I think, uh, is it jo- Jocko, Jocko Willick? Is that his last name? Yeah, Jocko Willick. Yeah, Jocko Willick. Check out his stuff. Check out his video. This guy sounds so intense, like he's going to kill you. Uh, like, Dude, he's intense, man. Yeah, yeah he'll like reach he's out. Got, think about it. He, he's... The book, the the audio version is even, you know, crazier. Oh, because, he's reading it? Oh, yeah. Well, there's an audio version um, of Extreme Ownership. And um, holy moly, it's uh, you could feel the intensity when he talks about uh, some of these battles that he was in. I had no idea that he actually read the audio book because you don't usually hear like the authors read it. Um, but I'm, I'm going to pick it up for sure. I actually have the, the copy here, but I just haven't had time to read it. But anyway, um, David, this has been great. What's the best way for people to find you online? Uh, you know, 
Twitter, email, AngelList, LinkedIn. I mean, I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah, you can find me. If you had to pick one. Uh, email is probably the best. You know, I'm, I'm very responsive on that. Great. Well, David, thanks so much for doing this, man. No, my pleasure. It's, it's great to be here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week, and remember to take action and continue growing.